This is the Kitzer of the Sicha on Pirkei Yavis, Perik Beis, and Chelik Yitzayin on page 356. The Mishnah says, Be careful in the mitzvah of Kriyashman and Davenik. When you daven, it should not be just a routine. You're davening with mercy, begging Hashem for mercy. And do not be in your eyes as a Rosha. The question on this Mishnah is, why does the Mishnah have to tell us the basic halacha of the obligation, minatayra or medrabanan, to say kriyashmar to daven? We don't have to wait for Pirkeyavis, which is Milsa the Chasidusa, to teach us this. Also, when it says that your davening should not be kva, but rachmem and tachnunim, this is a clear Mishnah in Brachis, where it says, Aisit filose kva, ain't filose tachnunim. So why is it repeated here again? And also, what's the connection of the last lesson here, al tirosha to what it says before about kriyashma and tfila? So the point of the pshara of this Mishnah is that this is a statement that's being said by Rab Shimon. And we're speaking about Rab Shimon ben Asanal. And Rab Shimon ben Asanal was on a level of Teirasi and Nasei. Teiru was his profession, similar to Rab Shimon ben Yechai, as we'll see later. And therefore, the Mishnah here is saying, Rab Shimon is telling his students, even though you may see that I myself do not say Krishma and do not Daven, because it says in the Yerushalmi that Ashbi said that Kagoin Onish Eiskim Batalmatayre Afilu Likriyashma Einanum Avsikim. He didn't interrupt even to say Shema. So therefore, he's telling his students, "Don't learn from me, but you should still be careful in Kriyashma and Tefillah." And then, when he says afterwards, "Kishatem Esfal Al Tlas Tefilas Chakva," here Rab Shimon was speaking to his colleagues. His colleagues were also on a level of Teirasayim Nasay, although not exactly on the same level as him, and therefore. They did say uh, Kriyashma. They were not exactly the same as Rav Shimon. And also, from time to time, they would daven. Once a year, maybe. So he's telling them, when you daven, even though the davening is only from time to time, and your main occupation is Teireh, and you may treat the, the davening as a burden, you want to go back to your learning, but nevertheless, you should not. You, you may, the davening should be, pay attention to it. It should be, Rachmi v'tachnunum l'fnei so the point over here is that these are all lessons in the Mishnah in connection to the fact that Rav Shimon ben Asanel was on a level of Teirasiyam Nasei. Now this explanation, and we are applying this to Kriyashma as well, that a person that's Teirasiyam Nasei does not say Kriyashma, seemingly does not fit with the opinion of the Bavli and what it says in Allah. Only the Yerushalmi brings that Rav Shimon ben Choy said that if you're Teirasiyam Nasei, you don't interrupt even for the mitzvah and atayr of Kriyashma. But in the Bavli, in the Halacha is that for Kriyashma, you do have to interrupt, but only for Tefillah you don't. But we can say that the Bavli and the Yishalmi do not argue about this. Because when the Yishalmi says that Avshim Be'echai said that you don't have to be mafsik, not for Kriyashma, not for Tefillah, there's a difference between Avshim Be'echai himself and his colleagues, which were not exactly on the same level as him. Because you see in the Lashon of Yerushalmi, when it speaks about this, and it says that you shouldn't be mafsik from learning for saying Kriyashma, when you're on the level of Terasim Nasa, so Rav Shem says, the reason is because for him, the Fichach Eina Chaviva Kriyashma Yaisim Devere So which means he was talking about himself, Rav Shem because for him, he was on such a high level of Terasim Nasa, so he did not stop, not for davening, and not even for Kriyashma either. But when it comes to the Chavraya, to the colleagues, they did interrupt for Kriyashma. So therefore, we can say similar regarding Rav Shemim ben Asanel, that he was on the level of Rav Shemim ben Yechai, and actually Rav Shemim ben Yechai only came to this very high level of Tehrasim Nasi after he left the cave that he spent many years in it. And therefore, the Mishnah here is saying the, the, the lesson of Rav Shemim, have a zoi be Kriyashma, u 
saying to his students, because he himself did not interrupt, not for Kriyashma, and not for Tefillah. We can see over here that this Mishnah is giving this lesson about Rab Shimon, and it was similar to Rab Shimon being Choy, and the fact that he was Tehrasim Nasai, but the fact that the Mishnah only mentions him by name, Rab Shimon, does not mention his father's name, Rab Shimon ben Asanel. Even though usually we know, Stam Rab Shimon is Rab Shimon ben Yechoi. So the Mishnah should really say, Rab Shimon ben Asano. However, you could argue that over here, because in the few Mishnahis before, it clearly pointed out that we're speaking about the students of Rabbi Yechonim ben Zakkai, and Rab Shimon ben Asano was one of them. So it's clear that this Rab Shimon is Rab Shimon ben Asano, so the Mishnah does not have to point it out. But nevertheless, it is a few Mishnahis earlier, and when you learn just this Mishnah, you can make a mistake to think that it's Rab Shimon ben Yechoi. So when the Mishnah says simply Rab Shimon, everything is precise. So it's saying only the words, the name Rab Shimon, because over here we're speaking about the aspect of Rab Shimon, which is similar to Rab Shimon ben Yechoi, for the fact that he's Tehrasim Nasei. This, that is Tehrasim Nasei, is actually hinted in the name itself of Rab Shimon, because Shimon means Shmiyeh. And the full idea of Shmi'ah is when a person listens and understands and fully comprehends, which is what Tehrasim Nasi is all about, that a person learns and connects to the Tehrah to the point that it becomes his profession. Like the Altarebbe says in Tanya, that you learn Tehrah becomes completely unified with you with a Yichud Nifla Shei Yichud Kamayu. That's the name of Rav Shimon, and therefore over here it uses the Stam name Rav Shimon to say that this lesson of our Mishnah regarding Rav Shimon ben Astanel is because he had the same level of Tehrasim Nasi like Rav Shimon ben Yechoi. So what is this unique level of Tehrasim Nasai of Rav Shimon So according to the Zoyar, we see that Tehrasim Nasai does not only simply mean a person that learns non-stop, time-wise, that he uses all his time just for learning, or even for a person that's learning just the revealed aspect of Tehra, Nigla de Tehra. But it also refers to someone that Tehrasim Nasai means that Leizazah Shechintim Benayim Koyimeyim that the Shekhinah does not budge from him his entire lifetime. Or, the Zayah there says, he becomes a dira l'shechinta. His whole being becomes a dwelling, a place for the Shekhinah. Which means that this is really a deeper level of a connection to the Taita, more than just any person that learns Taita. And also, this means that this is a person that learns the Pneumius of Taita, the secrets of Taita, the Kabbalah in Taita, and therefore he's becoming connected to the Naisana Taita, to the giver of the Taita, to the Shekhinah. As the Zayah clearly says, that that's the Mare Kabbalah. And this is what it explains in Chassidus in different places regarding people that are Tehrasim Nasai, that this refers to a person that has absolute bittel to the words of Hashem that he learns in the Teira, and therefore it says, that it's the Abish's words that are coming through the mouth of this person, which is Tehrasim Nasai. So this refers to someone that learns Pnimiyas Teira. And there, this is something that we find specifically by Rabshim ben Yechai, that Rabshim ben Yechai was on this tremendous level of bittel. As he said, my entire being, I don't have any entity of my own. I'm just an indicator for Hashem above. And it says regarding Rabshim ben Yechai, And therefore, because he was on such a high level of bittel, so it wasn't necessary to say Kriyashma. Kriyashma is to express the mysterious nefesh in the bittel. And Rabshim ben Yechai was constantly on this level. So now we find that Rav Shimon ben Asanel was on a similar level to Rav Shimon ben Yechai. Because the Gemara tells us in Chagigeh that there was Rav Loza ben Aroch that asked Rav Yechonim ben Zakkai permission to repeat something of Maisa Merkava, of the secrets of Teira, that he taught him to repeat it. And he gave him permission and a fire came down from heaven when he began speaking about this. And then Rav Yesi, Akain, Rav Shimon ben Asanel, Afeim Poschel ben Maisa Merkava, they also began speaking about Maisa Merkava and it was in the middle of the summer, in the middle of Tammuz, and the whole world trembled, Venirisa, Keshes Ba'anon, and there was a rainbow that came out on the clouds. So what do you see over here? that Rav Shemim ben Asanel was one of these holy Tanoim, which was teaching subjects in Kabbalah, and to the point that the whole world trembled, and a Baskal came out as well. 
And amongst these three Tanayim mentioned there in that Gemara, Rablaza ben Arach, Rabbi Yaisi Rabshim ben Asanol, Rabshim ben Asanol was on a higher level. Because Rablaza ben Arach, he only repeated what Rabbi Yaisi Mazaki taught him. Rabbi Yaisi Akain, Rabshim ben Asanol, they opened up Paschu, they began saying something on their own, which is much greater. And Rabbi Yaisi Akain, being a Kayan, so therefore it's not all something that he accomplished on his own. He has a Kayach from the fact that he's a Kayan. A Kayan means he's prepared to serve Hashem. Whereas Rabbi Shimon ben Asanol, he was the full Dida Lashchina because he worked on this on his own to become connected to the Eibishter. So therefore, this that he's able to learn Kabbalah on such a high level with his own Kayach, this is the full Dida Lashchina, the highest level of being Teidaseim uh, Nasa, similar to Rabbi Shimon ben Yechai, which is a Dida Lashchina. This is also seen in this that the Gemara says that the, the rainbow came out. Even though usually we know from Parshas Noyach that a rainbow is something negative. It means it's a generation that should have been punished by a mabel. And the rainbow is a sign that they're not going to be punished. Like the Gemara tells us that in the lifetime of Rabbi Shua ben Levi, there was no rainbow because his merit saved the generation. So what's positive about the fact that there's a rainbow here? But that there's another Indian in a rainbow. A rainbow also, Medrash tells us, is something which is mukishli. It shows a revelation which is compared to Hashem Himself. And in Maisim Makovah, it says clearly, <coughs> The glory of Hashem is similar to a Keshes. So that's the great revelation that took place over here when Rabbi Shimon ben Asanel taught these Divrei Kabbalah, and that shows that it was in a very high level of Tehrasim Nasa, similar to Rabbi Shimon ben Yechai. Based on all of this, we could also understand the connection, why the Mishnah has to say at the end, V'alti Rosh because regarding Rav Shimon Meichai, which was Teirasim Nasi, it says that he said, He kapated the whole world from any judgment. And this is connected to the fact that he was Teirasim Nasi. And this doesn't mean that he could bring all the people to do tshuva. That, that was not the Chiddush here. The Chiddush over here is that even if they all still have Avedis, but his chus is so great that he could handle, his chus could handle everything that the whole generation does to pater them in Adin. So therefore, similar could be said regarding Rav Shimon ben Asanol, that because he was Teirasim Nasai, he could patter the entire world Minadin, and he could handle all of their Avedis. So if so, in such a generation, you have to have a special Bavaranish to tell the people that they have to do Tshuva. In another generation, when you have a person that's, that sees himself as a Rasha, and he gives up, and he stops, and he doesn't do Tshuva, what happens? Use the Lashon of Chazal, Yohan Yusul Yudoy, the Ebishter brings affliction, suffering, that a person to break the clip and the person to wake him up to do tshuva. But in a generation of like Rashbi or like Rav Shimon ben Asano that we're speaking about here, where there is no punishment because he is saving the generation from any punishment, so therefore a person needs a special reminder that he should do tshuva. And he should know and the Ebishter will accept his tshuva and if he'll do tshuva, the tshuva will be accepted without any yisurim whatsoever and he can do tshuva and v'chayi menucha and v'shalva.